0: Start. Okay. More cowbell! Oh, happy day! Oh, happy day! It's time for Generation Tech. I'm Todd Brinker. I'm joined by my dad, Jack. How are you today? Doing
1: fine, Todd. Good to hear your voice. Happy Monday as we record. So you stayed dry. Well, I really—I had a couple days of misty uh, stuff, but we really Mm -hmm. didn't have. Well, we we had. Well, we did have rain, but it didn't get to the three inches. We had a little over two inches. Uh huh. And uh, but uh, since then, it's just they—they tell us on our. They say they my weather app. Yeah. (laughs) My trusty weather app.
0: The infamous Uh, they.
1: Yeah, it uh, it it shows there's no clouds around, you know, on the map thing, uh-huh. and and it shows that, but it still says there's a possibility of rain.
0: <laughs> that means okay? clouds could jump in, drop some rain, and run away.
1: Yeah, so I think they're forming right above me. <laughs> yeah.
0: For those who don't know, he lives in the Charlotte area, and so uh, Hurricane or the remnants of Hurricane Ian kind of made landfall in the carolinas and and uh but but charlotte's quite a ways inland so by the time it got there there wasn't nearly as much as uh you know the poor folks down in florida just got slammed
1: yeah Yeah, for for some strange reason toward the end of our rain the rainy day we had uh, some pretty hefty winds
0: Mm you know probably like uh, i said the remnants of a hurricane right
1: yeah yeah the gustiness uh but you know we have we have trees right behind our house and a big window right from our living room onto those trees, so right. I, we get a good wind indication. But the the key to that whole thing is I told your wife because she asked uh, how we were doing. Right. Yeah, that, she reached, reached that, out. That uh, it was a mysterious thing. I wish I had been looking out at the time it happened, but I wasn't unfortunately. But we have a grill a mm-hmm. Traeger, gr- Traeger grill, and it was sitting back underneath a, a roof kind of thing on the mm-hmm. north side, so it was protected, and it was in a corner, and yet, uh, with the table and other things around it that were not affected, it lifted the cover, which is about, oh, I'd say a, almost a yard deep. I mean, it mm-hmm. hangs down on the sides right quite a ways, maybe not quite a yard, but anyway, it lifted that off of the, the grill, yeah, And and threw it out into the yard, which is like 20 feet away.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, I think the key word you said there was, it's in a corner. Wind yeah. in a corner will spiral and create little like mini wind tunnels that you can't see, obviously, because it's wind. And it'll yep. spin around. And I think that's what happened is it probably.
1: It just sucked it right on, off from the top, yeah. you know.
0: Created a little and, vortex and pulled it right up. Because you have to yeah. pull it pretty straight up
1: to get those things off. I mean, I've oh. got grill oh, covers. I and- have- yeah that's what's amazing because i've tried to just manually take it off and it just doesn't want to come off because it's got this fuzzy stuff underneath that sort of catches on things and i don't know well you're lucky
0: you're lucky that once it came off it didn't then you know take off that it stayed in your yard and that you were able to retrieve it because that's
1: well it it was it was trying to it was certainly on its way in order to get that far away
0: right yeah it was it was going to be gone (laughs) and you'd be down one one grill cover
1: yeah uh yeah, I just uh, was kind of stunned by the whole thing. It's just mm-hmm. the mag- magic of wind uh, and what it can do. You
0: know? Yeah, yeah. Weather can be pretty impressive. Yep, and uh, and uh, and it can be wonderful, but it can also be awfully destructive. So prayers go out to the folks in Florida who are dealing with the aftermath of the really ugly side of of uh, some pretty
1: violent weather. Oh, I feel sorry for those poor people in Florida. Lots of folks are really. Mm-hmm. Uh, their whole lives are upset. I mean, yeah. this is a big deal. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's easy for people to glibly say, "Well, you know, you live in Florida. What, what do you expect? Right? You live in a place where there's, you know, the the, the altitude is the highest. The highest peak is what three feet? Uh, you know, it's it's Disney World. The Matterhorn is the highest peak on the whole whole state. I think.
1: Yeah, uh, but yeah, and but but then there's also lots of folks who have second homes down there, mm-hmm. like you know Katie's uh, boyfriend's. My
0: in-laws-to-be, uh, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I haven't heard from them. and wh- I'm assuming they got the heck out of Florida early enough that there was no issue for them. But th- I don't know about their property.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they were there or if they were up here. or wh- I don't know what the status is. I need to talk with, with my daughter and find out where, uh, what's going on.
1: Yeah, I figured if there's anything serious happened that Kate would have got a hold of us. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah.
0: But they weren't, <clears throat> I, I, I thought they were more closer to Miami, and which was further south and didn't get hit as hard, aren't they?
1: Well, yeah, I didn't hear anything about the issues in Miami because it's across the state uh, yeah. quite, well, quite a ways from. It's not from that Fort far. <laughs> it's, it's not that big of a state
0: well, width wise. Well,
1: yeah, but, I know. I mean, the hurricane was but, bigger.
0: But yeah, it was on the other side of the state and it was way south of where the, the hurricane hit. So, I mean, I'm yes. sure they, they got some rain. I know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Practiced all week at the Miami facility because Miami was out of town for a game, and so they, in order to avoid being in the in the path of the storm, moved yeah. themselves and, and and a good chunk of their family members and stuff down to Miami for the week. Well,
1: well, that that tells you the story then, because they wouldn't have gone down there if there wasn't a good shot at them being safe there.
0: Right. Yeah, I think all of the predictions and stuff were that that Miami was going to be safer. That's why I'm saying is that I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, so our, 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 uh, family members who are going to be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I called my, my daughter on, um, the, I remember which day it was last week, Friday, Saturday, when it was supposed to be kind of coming into Charlotte
1: mm-hmm. and,
0: uh, and just, you know, she gets off around three. So I called her a little after three and said, Hey, be real careful driving home and, or just right after three. And she goes, Oh, they let us come home early cause they knew the weather was bad and nobody was Coming to my place of employment anyway. So, you know, she's in the in, uh, customer service business. And when customers aren't there, there's no reason for everybody to be standing around, especially when they know there's going to be some pretty, there could be. And obviously, it wasn't too bad. And she was already home when I spoke to her. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah.
0: back to stuff, tech stuff. So, tech um, stuff. I, last week after we wrapped up, I found an article on, uh, or, or was reading about the stage manager stuff that's supposed to be coming in uh, iPadOS 16. And Apple had said they were limiting it to M1 iPads. But there's a lot of weird things about this that people are asking questions on, and, and Apple has not been very clear. Because if you look at the, what their, their original list of devices, they said, well, it, you have to have an M1. And and that was because the M1 has virtual memory. Well, some of the A-series chips that were in previous uh, generations of iPads support virtual memory. Then they said, well, it has to have at least uh, four gigabytes of memory. And some people said, well, but this A-series chip has four gigabytes of memory and virtual memory. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and they kept going around like that. And so finally Apple has come back and said, okay, here's the deal. If it has an M1, it will support an external monitor as well as stage manager. But if it doesn't have an M1, it'll just do stage manager on the device, which is basically their new schema for dealing with multitasking. And so uh, it'll put, like, little mini uh, pictures of screens on the left-hand side, and you'll be able to then switch between devices by tapping on those screens and do quick switching for multitasking. And I think the idea it sounds okay. We'll see how it works in, in, uh, in reality, but I have a question. They now said that it supports all Mac pros. They've changed that. Yeah. They've changed their mind. Okay. So that means that there's an a 12 Z and an a 12, uh, X, uh, and I think yours is an a 12 X, so, so yours should support it, okay? And those have multi; they have uh, a minimum of four gigabytes of memory, and they have virtual memory capabilities. Mm-hmm. I have an iPad Air that has an A14 that has four gigabytes of memory and a virtual memory capability built into it. But they didn't say mine can do it, so why can't I do it? And somebody said, "Oh, well, it needs to be 11 inches. The iPad Air is 10.9 inches." There's no difference.
1: That's, <laughs> not close enough, Todd. Not that's close enough. <laughs>
0: baloney. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. When it actually launches, we'll find out what it what you know what really is supported and not supported. And you know, I'm not gonna load the beta up on it, you know, trying yeah. to figure it out. Um well but, anyway. But uh, you know, the concept sounds cool, but I yeah, the you know the, the fourth generation iPad Air like, the fifth generation has an M1 in it, just like the pros. But the fourth generation has an A14, which is significantly more power and more
1: chip than the A12X or the A12Z. I expect we'll see some more articles either today or tomorrow uh, on this issue because uh, the beta then will be out. Yeah. You know, at the last line on this, the public version will be available in a couple of days. When right. That was the 27th. Uh, that meant the 29th or the 1st right. or... Well, you know, the, you know but
0: the, the developer version was already out, so developers could be looking at this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you would have thought it would have started leaking out already. Um, from what I've read, what they've done is they've just said it'll work on uh, uh, iPad Pros. But then, you know, the original 9.8-inch iPad Pro had an A10 in it. Uh, it, that one's not included so it's not all ipad pros either you know it's like they can't
1: quite find a definition or an explanation as to what will or won't work and why yeah but see uh, the last two sentences of the this whole article says the developer beta that adds stage manager to older ipads oh it's out now i misread that
0: that's what i said the developer beta yeah. is out now so it's, and that it's the does public, add, yeah public but, beta
1: but you're right uh Maybe maybe the developers that's not the first thing they're going to look for, you know, probably.
0: Well, I I think they will. Might, Everybody, though. they're the ones who they're the ones who are complaining about what you know, or not complaining more more just questioning what yeah, is the why criteria. Should
1: spend, why should I spend money on development if I don't have this capability? Yeah. What is, people, what is what is the
0: criteria that that you're actually saying we have yeah. to have you know physically in order for this to work? And it seems to be a moving target at this point, and Apple's explanations are fuzzy. <laughs> You know, you know, and if yeah. they just say, we're going to support these because that's what we're going to do, you know, uh, it's only going to be, you know, but even if they were to say, okay, it's only going to be, a, be available on iPad Pros, it's a pro function, right?
1: Sure. Except
0: yeah. that they've already said it's available on the iPad Air Series 5, which has an M1.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, they, mm. Apple's very aware that developers are always sensitive in terms of the number count of who, how many of these things have been sold. Right, you know, and that that influences how much they spend on, you know,
0: supporting. Sure, stuff. yeah, you 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 create a feature that only works on the latest versions. Period. Um, then I'm not as in a bigger rush to take advantage of those features with my software. You know, right. and obviously depends on what the feature is and how it affects your particular application. But right. but um, but yeah, you know, it's like okay, it's only going to affect you know a thousand devices. So I only have an opportunity to sell to 1,000 people. If it, if it's 10,000 devices, then I have the opportunity to sell to 10,000 people. You know, which, which function do you think you're going to work on more? You know, obviously the one that has a bigger audience because you can yep. sell to a bigger audience. So
1: anyway, we'll find out mm-hmm. soon, I hope. Yeah. Be- because, uh, you know, I've told you for some time my iPad is uh, – getting to the end of life in certain right. in the sense of, at least of batteries but i i don't like that thinking about just putting that much money into batteries and not just going ahead and getting an upgrade yeah you know
0: yeah so, you know you but, ought to at least to find out I, you know i don't know off the top of my head how what do they charge for a battery swap on on an ipad you know i mean it's it's yeah. a lot, it's got to be more than a phone because it's a, you know substantially larger battery but but you know how much is it and then you can actually do the math but, but, and but say that gives,
1: but that gives you an iPad that's good for you know at least three or four years you know.
0: Oh, I'd say probably uh, more than that. I you know yeah. I think the iPads are more like laptops. I think they're five to seven year devices as opposed to, um, yeah. You but, know, but
1: you know it's 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 really for the long term, and uh, I I really don't have any intention of uh, doing anything other than trading it in. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah. I wonder. I wonder if if you, when you go to trade it in, if they ask you how long, you know, you've you've uh, had the battery or something like that. You know, that that may be a factor as to how much credit you get. Yeah, <laughs> how they assess it.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they look at the battery life either. I don't believe they do. When I've looked at um, trading stuff into Apple before, that's not one of the questions. They seem to be more worried about like just the physical <clears throat> um, uh, condition of the device, you right? Know. Is it scratched up or cracked or, you know, that kind of stuff. As far as the, you know, how old is the battery? I think they pretty much assume that if they're going to resell it, uh, that they're going to put a new battery in it because they want it to, you know, function more like new. Um, You know, and if it's at a certain age, they probably don't even think about reselling it. They probably just um, break it down and uh, recycle it. Yep. You know, or they might sell it off to a company that then does resale into... um, you know, lower income countries.
1: I mean, I, I haven't traded an iPad in before. In fact, mm-hmm. I've got a couple, couple of them laying around here. The first one being, I think a model one, and, and I ought to sell that to a museum, you know? Yeah. St-
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I have the original one as well. And it's so funny because every once in a while I'll pick it up and it, it is stunning how thick and heavy it is. It's just yeah. a chunk <laughs> compared to today's devices, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you look at, the, you know, it still boots up, you don't know, have to charge it up, but it uses the old 32-pin uh, connector. And yeah.
1: uh, and yeah. so, you
0: know, it charges up, and then you look at it, and it's like the operating system has changed significantly. I mean, the basics are there. It's not like you're lost and don't know how to use it. Yeah. But.
1: Uh, yeah, it's kind of fun to go back and <laughs> take a look at those old things but just yeah. by laying on the shelf they're probably deteriorating you know if you sure. someday you'll pull that off the shelf and plug it in and it won't come up
0: it's know? not going to work yeah 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 well the, the, the chemical composition of the batteries eventually breaks down yeah so.
1: so
0: yeah you know it's funny i've got a couple old iphones and i used to set them out just sort of as decoration you know i had like a, a original iPhone, and then a G3, and a Series 4, and a, And I thought about it, and I said, you know, I ought to really take these things apart and just pull the batteries out, because yeah. they're just there for decoration, and I really should pull the batteries out.
1: Yep, I, I just, I still have two old devices that I have by my bedside, and I pick them up every once in a while and use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the one that gets used, used the most, they're both iPods, mm-hmm. first of all, and one of them is, it has a, a glass window on it. So it was one of the later iPods and the other, the other one is I think I think it was the last model of the disc version and I got that because it's got lots of stuff on it.
0: So yeah, I remember when you got that one, then that one was it you got it because they they were they announced they were going to quit making them and yep. they had they had one last version that had like the biggest drive they had ever stuck in it, and you said, I can just put uh-huh. everything on there, it'll be my archive.
1: Yeah, that impressed me. I, I said, Wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Everything in one place, and not on a computer. Nice little device. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So you still have a, a basically a uh, uh, the click wheel original iPod style. You right. Know, it wasn't the one that had the mechanical click wheel in it, but it was the, it has the you, wheel you, on the front.
1: iPod style, you, you meant. iPod, uh,
0: iPod style, yeah. I'm sorry, and then you've got the iPod Touch there as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've so. got I've got an iPod Touch around here, and then I've got a, a whole gaggle of little iPods that um, you know we had bought for my daughters over the years um, and there were a few that I had too but
1: uh, you know they all of all of these required that wide connector and and mm-hmm. for whatever reason I think I'm for some reason I can't find any but one connector that I have still yeah. there to charge them up and I used to have those things all over the place so yeah
0: but it's been a know. lot of years since Apple's used those so they still yeah. sell them I think you can go to apple.com and buy them yeah um, I was
1: thinking Maybe I need to go buy one, because this one's kind of shredded and doesn't look very good, you know, like it's going to break any time.
0: Yeah. Well, before you spend that money, let me dig around and see. I think I may have a few of them, and if I do, I'll send you one.
1: Uh, yeah, I'd appreciate I've it. Got like I've got,
0: like, a box of electronic crap that's got about all kinds of wires and cables and stuff that are older ones that I don't really use anymore, but I haven't tossed it yet. Yeah. And, you know, this is why.
1: <laughs> well... Well, don't get in a big hurry, Todd, because uh, mom keeps reminding me that we have a bunch of boxes that we brought and stuck in our garage when we moved over here and have never opened.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh,
1: I hadn't told her yet, but I'm really intending to kind of someday just back the car out of the way and start popping these boxes off the shelf. Well, you need to at least least see
0: what you've got, you know, and and you can put a label on it. You know, that's why anything that I've stored, I've taken out of cardboard boxes and I put them in plastic tubs that I picked up over at, you know, Lowe's or Home Depot.
1: Yeah, there Um, needs to be just a little bit of sorting done at least. Yeah. Say, well, you know, some of this stuff, the long lost treasure, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, I like my plastic tubs because the body of the tub is clear and then the top is two pieces and it's attached to the tub, so it folds together, you know, like fingers interlocking in the top, and yeah. that's nice because I can't lose the lid, <laughs> and they stack neatly, and I can see what's in the tub by looking yeah. at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, are yours the thin ones or are yours the tall ones? Um, they are,
0: uh, uh, they're about the same size as the as one of the boxes, like you would put like the uh, office file boxes. So they're big oh, enough to, to stick a uh, uh, a whole bunch of so, pa- papers along so, if you wanted so to. So yours
1: are at least a foot tall.
0: Yeah. They're like 14 inches oh. tall and 16 inches wide. Oh, and, okay. And
1: my, my, mine aren't. I, I used mine in the RV because I you know, could stack them in and, and – uh, uh-huh fit more in. If you put one of the tall ones in, then there was not much room to put much else. You know, you couldn't stack
0: too, too right. high. Yeah. Well, and if you know, had a specific space, it's better to find something that fit in multiples of that space, right?
1: Yeah. So I, I got more storage out of the shorter ones, I think. So. Right. And and the other benefit uh, is that uh, you, can, you can better see what's in them when you pop them open, you know. Yeah. Too deep, but... <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, mine are not so deep that I have trouble fi- seeing what's in there, you know, unless it's just tons and tons of small stuff. And I have a smaller one that's just slightly larger That it's basically half the size of the other one, but they physically are so, – but they're not as tall. And they're they're basically like kind of a shoebox and a half size. Yeah. And those are nice for lots of smaller things. And I well, can put two of those on top of one of the other one, and they still stack neatly.
1: Yeah, those have always been effective for us as winter storage, because we never, you know, when we were RVing, we weren't in winter climates very often. But when you Mm -hmm. were, you had to pop that stuff out. Uh, But a typical winter, we didn't even get it out because we'd be in Florida or Southern California or something, Mm -hmm. you know. But uh, occasionally we had to pull out, you know, an overcoat.
0: (laughs) Out into the Uh, hinterlands, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, like when we were in Ohio waiting for the babies to be born, you know. <laughs> so, the, we spent a winter there, right? And that was that was pretty cold, but I was sure glad I had my overcoat. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we kind of got off track here again. I think we're about done with this uh, thing. I, by the way, I really would like to have the stage manager in my on my iPad, even the one I I've, I've still have. So we're yeah. not too far off. That's coming out this month now. Yeah. Do we have a day, eight or something like that?
0: Or? Uh, they didn't uh, put a day in that article, so it doesn't mean there isn't one, but no. <laughs> they haven't shared it with us.
1: I, I so. thought I saw that somewhere, but I didn't put that as a discussion item. So Yeah. But anyway.
0: I um, just shared a picture with you uh, of uh, my storage location in my plastic tubs.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, you've got quite a few. Now, those aren't as tall as the ones I was thinking of, but they're... They're taller than mine. So yeah. It's kind of an intermediate size.
0: Yeah. I don't, in the picture, you don't see, but in the way back of that, there's, a, you can see a couple smaller tubs stacked on top of the bigger ones. And that, like I said, they're sort of half the size. They're not really half the size, though, because they're not quite as tall as the big ones. But
1: yeah, that's a good size. And, and it yeah. looks like the top is really nice and reinforced, which mine aren't. You must yeah. have bought yours later.
0: Yeah. Well, mine – i I've been buying them for – on and off for, I don't know, probably five or six years, but they sell them at – well, more than that probably, probably closer to eight years. Yeah. But uh, like I said, they sell them at the, at the home stores, and the uh, – I like that the lid is attached because I lose lids. Yeah, the and, ones
1: I got were when the tubs first came out, and they are just a flat top. You know, there's not, no reinforcement there, and so...
0: Yeah. Well, they're not really reinforced. That's just how they're attached to the sides, is the little... Well,
1: no, but I see the ridges on them. Don't that go to the length?
0: No, those aren't ridges. Those are just how they're oh. attached to the side. That's what I'm saying, is they're not really reinforced. Oh, oh you know? I see. Okay. If you can see the one in the bottom lower oh, right-hand it's... corner is just a yeah. flat top, but... I, uh, I, I got you, yeah. But, uh... But still, the, you know, and the thing with any kind of storage box is you want it to not be so big that when you when you fill it up, you can't lift it. <laughs> so, so, oh, yeah. you know, it's got to be of a moderate size, uh, you know, because you well, fill, fill one of those full of books or full of papers, you know, and you're like, whoa, I that's hard to pick up.
1: Well, the ones that we still use today uh, fit under our bed just nicely. So yeah. They, they're used for Christmas decorations, you know, yeah. holiday stuff. Right. And uh, and I have some of
0: those too, the 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 real shallow ones that are made to slide under beds and stuff and those are great for that purpose. But yep. uh but the, the ones I've seen with those have separate tops too that snap on. And what happens is somewhere along the lines the you know somehow you'll lose a lid and now you've got like an open box without a lid on it. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> then it's useless cuz the lid also gives it rigidity. Right. So um, I just checked the Apple 30 pin USB cable still sells for $19 on Apple.com.
1: Oh, okay.
0: $19 for a brand new one. But like I said, I probably got some. In fact, I know I've got some. I run across them every once in a while. I try not to throw them away because I know I still got a few old devices that don't really get used. But if I ever want to use them, I need to be able to charge them. And so, yeah.
1: Well, uh, give me a while. and I'll let you know, but don't 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 send anything to me right yet. I, yeah, I really haven't made an effort to search. Uh,
0: okay. Well, I mean, what I'll probably purchases. I'm I'm been thinking yeah. I've got a pile of stuff that I need to send to my daughter there in Charlotte, so I will probably uh, throw one of those in with it whenever I do that, and then she can she can drop it by.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: when she gets a chance,
1: she, she won't confiscate it because she doesn't carry antique devices around.
0: There. No, she's not like us. She <laughs> throws her old stuff away. <laughs> good for her i'm proud yeah. to say so well
1: i guess you have to be an antique to collect them
0: yeah right? <laughs> so um uh let's see next up we've got uh five devices that apple could uh announce now this is you know one of those sort of like we don't have any really hard news so let's talk about things that could happen maybe you know um, kind of stories work. we This is – you sent this uh, on Wednesday. Uh, Completely new Apple products.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: five completely new (laughs) Apple products that could debut in 2023. And so one of them is the thing that everybody's talked about for quite a while. It's the mixed reality headset. They've been talking about some sort of AR, VR type of device for quite a while. Um, You know, it's one of those things where – Apple's not going to go into that area until they can present you with something that's different and in their mind superior to what's already available from, you know, Meta and uh and uh, other uh, you know, VR headset manufacturers. Well, so, they're going
1: to have to they're going to have to do a heck of a job marketing it because I I tell you, just I don't see it as being too exciting except maybe for gamers. Mhm. You know, but you know, it's, it's going to be an expensive device. There's well, that's no what I'm saying though, that. is is
0: that they've got to push something because right now that's the only people who buy these things. That's the only reason they're buying them is to is to play a virtual reality game. And yep. so, you know, if that's all they're going to do is go into virtual reality gaming, then they're not really bringing anything new to the arena. And I don't know that Apple would do that. So my guess is is if Apple's really going to do it, they're going to have some some apps or some functionality built in, some capabilities built in that do something different than what the other guys are already doing. The question is, what is that? You know, And I haven't yep. really read anything from anybody that's, that describes, oh, here's what Apple's doing that makes sense to me.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've got to uh, make make the market bigger somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the next thing up, and they say, I think this is where their, their title is a little misleading. They're saying totally new products. Well, this isn't totally new. Mac Pro. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, that's, that's well, not even a surprise. Well, Apple well, said they would have a Mac Pro.
1: <laughs> yeah, but for the people out there waiting, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, but the implication with the article was you know completely new products, oh, and it's like oh. that's not a completely new product. That's a product that already exists, and it's not a surprise that there'll be a new one because they promised us there would be.
1: Well, what's so, new about what's new about it is Apple Silicon, you know. Right, so it's going it's going to be top of the end, uh, top of the line, right. Silicon, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean the current Mac Pro starts at about five thousand dollars, six thousand. Is it four ninety nine or five ninety nine? I'm not sure. Um, so – so they're, it's they're five or six thousand dollars, and it they're goes gonna, up to about fifty
1: thousand dollars. Yeah, they're going to jump the performance tremendously. Oh yeah. Be, oh, I mean, it's going to be a super. Yeah. Supercomputer, or whatever you want to call it, but. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it'll be interesting to see, and you know, the question is with the problems with uh, parts and delays and things like that that have happened over the last two years because of of uh, COVID in Different places around the world, yeah. are they going to keep their original deadline and have it out before the end of the year, or are yeah. we going to have to wait till 2023?
1: Yeah, And you know? and, and, and nobody guys, could
0: blame them either way,
1: right? And the guy's bottom line is this is the best guess at reveal dates, WWDC, and that's because that's the developers are the users of these things, and no, you know, it's not a Christmas type item but this well, time of year. It's not a Christmas
0: type item, but I think there's a mistake or a misnomer there. I don't think that developers are the ones who use these things anymore. A developer can do all of their work on the existing hardware without any trouble, without even making it sweat. These things are used by people who do really high end graphics,
1: animation,
0: scientific work. Um, You know, these are the things that really press these machines. I mean, you know, compiling code, you can do that on a a laptop nowadays
1: well that that there's development and there's development you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah you're right. code developers uh, are very you know limited cons- you know in terms of need and horsepower yeah
0: yeah Traditionally, develop, uh, people uh, software developers have considered themselves you know high end professional users of the devices that needed but but they're not but they're really not anymore not no. not in the way that these things work. You know, the machines have outstretched – their I mean, or I should say they, they've outpaced their needs because literally, you know, a, you can buy a Mac Pro laptop that will compile, you know, millions of lines of code in, in almost no time at all.
1: Well, um, I'll tell you the people who benefit always the most, and that, that's the, the driver for uh, performance has always been weather. Nothing more complicated and requiring horsepower than good meteorology stuff. And, and I don't think that's changed mm-hmm. today. I well, don't.
0: That, yeah. The, 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 well, it's modeling of any kind. So they're doing modeling yeah. of stuff. You know, people who work in the world of physics also use, you know, a lot of horsepower to do calculations.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, it's, it's those people who use who, – who need those high-end machines and that's those people who have had traditionally, you know, bought time on supercomputers to I was, do I was that gonna, kind was, of stuff.
1: I was going to say I can't wait for these things to come out so, so we can define whether climate really is changing or not.
0: yeah i don't know that the macbook pro is going to be the solution there that that that's more an emotional answer than it is a a scientific answer these days i think you know that's
1: that's a political solution
0: (laughs) yeah it's it's an opportunity for argument um amongst everybody so the next thing up is a 15 inch macbook air um there's been rumored that they would take the air and make a 15 inch version of it you know so there'd be a 13 and a 15 um you know, maybe I don't know. Um, I...
1: I've I've always felt that fifteen was about the right size. You know, I owned a seventeen at one time, and no, you and didn't. I, it was a fifteen. The the
0: Sony I had. Oh, Sony! I thought you were talking about MacBook.
1: I I am talking about you're MacBook. talking about the Sony. No, okay. Oh, I'm, oh I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm I was a Windows machine right and and it was it was amazingly light for its time and being that big but it right. was just clum it was just clumsy
0: yeah yeah well Apple made a 17 inch at one point in time but they dropped it quite a few years ago yeah um,
1: yeah yeah it's a it's not I don't know what to justify portable uh, something that big you know if you're gonna do that big you might just as well get a desktop and get a big monitor because that's the reason for making it 17 inch right yeah <laughs> Yeah, And you, plenty of people work with monitors, but they're sitting in front of a table. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want a big screen, and then desktop maybe makes more sense. But, but uh, you know, you, you want what you want, right?
1: Right. But anyway, I I was impressed with the display. I did. I, I'll have to say I liked it, but it was it was unwieldy to carry around. It was just too big.
0: Yeah. Now, I'm looking just, here, and it looks like the last 17-inch MacBook Pro was 2011. That was the last year that they did this. Oh, 17-inch, yeah. Late 2011 is the last model. And
1: uh, Oh, and, there was a MacBook Pro that was that big?
0: Yeah, they had a 17-inch. Oh, okay. Back in 2011 <laughs> it was the last I, year that they I, sold I, it.
1: I, I I was thinking you just told me that they didn't have No,
0: no. What I was saying is you didn't have a MacBook. Oh, Your MacBook oh, was oh. 15.
1: You're, you're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No argument there. But, uh, sitting right beside me, and it still looks like it's 15 inch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Still 15 (laughs) inch. Hasn't grown in all this time. And I care for it and water it, and it just won't grow.
1: No, it just doesn't (laughs) run. No, it just doesn't run. It's totally dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish wish there was a way. I wish there was a way to rejuvenate it. No, it's not just a battery. Oh. Something wrong with the system. Oh, okay. I, uh, I, I don't know what you. Maybe if I mm. could shield it from any kind of a Wi-Fi, because the Wi-Fi, I think, is entangled in it. It's trying to do something, you know, uh, automatic, over the air, huh. and I'd have to I'd take it a place where there's no Wi-Fi possibility to screw it up. And that, doesn't maybe seem, that,
0: that doesn't seem right. I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe when I'm there next time, we'll take a look at it and see if we can play with it a little bit.
1: Yeah, but, I, I messed with it a long time, mm-hmm. and I said, this is just a waste of time.
0: Yeah. you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an old machine. Frankly, if you got it running, you'd probably be disappointed because it seems really slow. And oh, it, yeah. And, and it's really, even though it's a 15-inch screen, it's not as good a device for sitting and, like, browsing the web as the iPad that you've already got.
1: Well, it, it, it's, you know, regardless of the re- lack of resolution. I mean, it was 1024, you know, yeah. the old standard. But it's still... For something that you carry around on a laptop or something, mm-hmm. you, I could do a Skype meeting or something like that. That's kind of what I was thinking about, and I could do it in the living room or whatever.
0: Yeah, but you, you can know? do that on your iPad.
1: Well, that's true, but it's not that big a screen, you know?
0: Well, yeah, you, you're right. It's a it's a 13-inch. I know they call it 12.9, which drives me bonkers, but it's 13-inch. Yeah. So so HomePod with display is the oh. next one up. This one doesn't make sense to me, quite honestly. Oh. They're talking well, about, you know, that uh, the Amazons uh, and Google have both come out with smart speakers that have a display on them. Yeah. And I can understand them. But I think Apple would just say, buy an iPad. If you want sound, buy a HomePod. You don't need something that's both an iPad and a HomePod.
1: You're right. I, th- it's clearly because of the competition. And apparently they think there's, yeah. a lot of people think that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of, of people who, who – you know, look at the market and say, Apple should do this. And I think Apple looks at it and says, w- there's no reason for us to do this. We already have devices that fill these needs.
1: Yeah. I, I, I didn't see any reason for Google and Amazon to do it. Yeah.
0: Really. I was like, first of all, the big flat speaker is going to block the sound coming out of the, or, or the screen is going to block sound coming out of the speaker. So we're not going to get as good a quality sound out of it yeah. because of this big flat chunk that's in front of the speakers. And, yeah. and so then we have to build it. Differently, and yeah. and and what's the point of building an iPad that you can't then take with you? Now I can see them building a HomePod that has a uh, like a MagSafe connector on it, so that mm-hmm. you can stick your iPhone or uh, the you know so- soon to be newly announced iPads that support MagSafe, and it'll hold it there, so that you could then use your iPad, you know, at, or your I- pod as a way to hold the screen. Like when you're in your kitchen cooking or something, with your recipes up or your show playing or whatever, and then but, yeah. but then pop it off and take it with you. That might they might do, but I can't see them building a HomePod with a screen on it. That just doesn't make a lot of sense unless it's just a small infor- informational screen on top that doesn't get in the way of the sound.
1: Well, I, I think you're right in the sense that uh, an iPhone might make sense. Mm-hmm. I would I would say forget. I, Wipe it up the screen that big on it, right? All you're going, all the only reason to connect it to it is the speaker, right? Right. Because of that functionality, and so that's just any music device, I mean, right? I- well, the the one the one use other other
0: than when I'm sitting like. You know, in my chair, browsing and using my iPad that way. The only other place that we really use our iPods in our house, anyway, and I don't know how other people are, is I put it into uh, either use the, the the case to hold it, or I put it onto a little easel and set it in the kitchen, and it's got recipes up on it. So I'm I'm looking at that while I'm cooking, or uh-huh. uh, in in my family, we actually do FaceTime family cooking, and so. We'll FaceTime with daughters and, like, once a month we try to get together as a family. And, the you know, the I've got daughters in two different cities and us. So there's the three of us all cooking the same meal together on the weekend so that we can have that and then have some oh, leftovers cool. during the week. And we do that about once a month. Yep. yep. Yeah, and that's fun. But that's where we have the iPad, uh, you know, in the kitchen. Yep. And so, you know, having a place where it can attach and have maybe better quality sound – would be fine. It's not necessary for what I do, but if they had that capability in a an affordable iPad, I would probably look at doing that.
1: Yeah. I'd worry about the speaker sitting in the kitchen where you might slop something up on the speaker and then you couldn't clean it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I certainly wouldn't want to get the white speaker, right?
1: <laughs> but,
0: uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's my iPad sits there and it's, I've not had a problem with that thus far I mean, it's not like it sits right next to my cutting board oh
1: well, well the iP- ipad's plenty cleanable but it's just the speaker grills so I'm talking
0: about. right it. yeah but i'm just saying i haven't slopped anything on that either i'm not that messy and i'm not throwing food around the kitchen <laughs> so
1: uh,
0: um so there's rumors that there's going to be a larger ipad pro and it's funny because you've got an article later in here that talks about a 15 inch here they talk about a 14 inch i can't yeah. see why you would go to 14 from 12.9 you know that's right, only an right. inch. I think if right. they're going to do it, they're going to go to a 15 inch. You know, or a 14.9 inch. Maybe yep. that's where they, they. Maybe that's where the confusion is and the leak, right? <laughs> or the yep. rumor. By,
1: by the way, I've had th- this just this morning. It popped into my mind that when you talk about uh, these larger sizes for the iPad Pro, it actually makes a problem with the iPad Pro uh, that that I'm concerned with by by the follow on articles a stand and a case and all mm-hmm. this, uh, has to do with the fact that I sit here holding in my hands for an hour and a half every week, a zoom meeting right. and my arms get tired. Now yeah. I'm laying it down, but it's just a little cumbersome, you know? And yeah. so I do need, occasionally I need something to support it Right. because I, for, you know, if it's longer than, you know dip- well frankly dip- for the dip- way
0: you set up I mean I don't know how you are set up in your office but in your um, like if you're doing something from your your uh, couch or something uh, you need like a stand you know think of like the um, uh, the stand that used to hold like sheet music when when, uh, when people are playing in an orchestra or something there's a little stand with just a flat thing you know um, I have one of those that's specifically designed to hold iPads and iPhones and it clamps them in. And I use that. I just set it up like in the living room when when people call and we're having a family get-together and we want to kind of chit-chat. That's the way I've been doing it.
1: Well, to me, uh, the simplest thing is the clamshell, which takes you back to computers, okay? It's a keyboard Mm -hmm. hooked to it, so it's got an angle, and it sits there, and it's stable. And uh, so ideally, uh, I I was thinking – well, maybe instead of looking for having a, an iPad with a, with a Mac OS on it, maybe I want a, to think about getting a Mac that has iPad capability.
0: All M1 Macs do. Which Macs do? All M1 Macs can run iPad software. They do right now? Yeah. That was part of the deal. You get an M1 device and you can run like, a Mac can run Mac, iPad, and iPhone software. An iPad can run iPad and iPhone software. iPhone can just run iPhone software. But because they're all running the same processor underneath, that capability is built in.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, nobody much talks about getting so an So what M1 you want computer. is a brand-new MacBook Air. You're right. You're right.
0: Except that when you're holding it reading throughout the day, it's going to be heavier and clunkier, and you can't hold it. You well, know, like a I, book.
1: Could, I, I I set it on my lap, and but uh, you can
0: sit it on your lap. You just everything will be landscape. You know. Now
1: it, that does the, does the lid fold back like the a no. lot of the Windows machines? No. Oh well, then you can't pick it up.
0: Yeah, it doesn't flip around like a like a How to be do you like touch a tablet. It?
1: You're you're doing what Steve said you can't do. Reach over the keyboard to reach nope, way out nope,
0: there. nope. It runs iPad stuff, and you have to use the mouse cursor to click on things.
1: Oh, so it's it, not no, a
0: t- not touch screen. Correct. No touch screen max. That's something that they have said.
1: Oh, so it's not a true iPad. No, I didn't say it was an iPad. I said
0: it can run iPad software.
1: Ah, you <laughs> did say that. Subtle difference, but big a difference. Big yeah. important difference. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that would work, but with a really big yeah. uh, touchpad, if touchpad is sufficient, it's just it's not touching, you don't know exactly where to touch. Yeah. You know, the hand-eye coordination has got to be better.
0: <laughs> Actually, the uh, using a mouse and a pointer or a touchpad and a pointer is what they call a precision control device. And you can get much more precise as to where you click and don't click. It's much easier.
1: Oh, because now it's converted the iPad to having an arrow on the screen.
0: Right. Well, the iPad supports that anyway. You probably never used it that way because you don't tend to use your iPad in a case or with a mouse. But the iPad supports a mouse and a cursor it's done that for the last since the last version of iPad OS i think
1: well the only reason is you got you have to have a uh, touchpad with it too
0: well yeah that's what i'm saying it 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 can't support a touchpad if you don't have a touchpad but if you use, it can also support a mouse if you've got a bluetooth mouse you can use that with your oh, ipad oh i've
1: never had a touchpad with an, a, a touchpad with an ipad i've never yeah, had one
0: that's what i'm saying you've so, never done that i've done that and do it regularly and And I've also used a Bluetooth mouse with mouse with my iPad, and it works fine, really yeah
1: can I, can I plug my 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 Mac or my Apple mouse into it?
0: Can't plug it into it if you've but if you've got Bluetooth, you can Bluetooth. connect to it. yeah.
1: Oh, I have a Bluetooth mouse. yeah,
0: you can connect your Bluetooth mouse to your iPad.
1: I'll be dang. I'll have to try that
0: yeah. Yeah, and in fact, if you've got a Bluetooth keyboard, you can touch that too. So you can set the iPad up in front of you on a desktop and then use a keyboard and a mouse.
1: Uh, now, can, I u- can I use a non-Apple yes, keyboard?
0: Yes, just Bluetooth.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Gee whiz, I'm going to have a lot of fun today.
0: Yeah. Now, I also sent you the link to the iPad keyboard um, page. The Magic Keyboard, which is the one that they have that has a touchpad on it, will hold it. Up in clamshell fashion, just like a uh, laptop. I have that on my my 11-inch device. And that works great. And then you have a laptop function that will hold it like a laptop, but you can pull it out magnetically and just use the iPad by itself. And for me, that's the best combination. I really hardly ever use my laptop anymore. I use my iPad with the keyboard when I need to type more.
1: You have the keyboard with the touchpad.
0: Uh-huh. It's called the Magic Keyboard. Right. Now, the one you have, you have the Smart Keyboard Folio, which is floppy yeah. and doesn't have the touchpad.
1: Oh, okay. But,
0: but the the Magic Keyboard holds it up like a, like a laptop and folds down like a laptop. And so you can, you know, set your device and, and adjust the angle and use it to hold the thing for, like, what we're talking about, like if you're doing a uh, uh, a long uh, FaceTime or Skype video, yeah, and uh, hmm. and it gives you a touch device and a keyboard for when you want it. How does
1: it? How does that attach to the back of the iPad?
0: It's magnetic. It just snaps in.
1: Oh. Okay. Just
0: like a, like some of the magnetic cases.
1: Okay. Well. Gee, this is a beneficial show for me because yeah. I've learned several things that are of significant importance that impact what I've been thinking about.
0: Yeah. I just sent a, a, uh, a screen capture of wh- how the thing sits and what it looks like. I'll send another one that may be a little bit better. Uh, it's an image that shows you how, how the iPad is held in the keyboard.
1: Well, there's, at the bottom of the one you gave me here first, it shows uh, how it. Oh, that's just the keyboard, not the smart keyboard.
0: Yeah, that's why you got to be careful when you are looking at that page because they put the fo- the the smart folio and the smart keyboard on the same page. So, yeah, uh, when I downsized to the eleven inch size device, I actually uh, bought the keyboard before I had the device because Best Buy it's ra- it's expensive; it's three hundred bucks for this stupid magic keyboard, and I think it's a wonderful device. I wouldn't want an iPad without it. It really is, but. That's- they were selling – they sell for $300, and uh, Best Buy had them on sale for uh, 199 $200. And so I bought the keyboard uh, before I even bought the iPad because it's like I knew I was getting an 11-inch. I had downsized. I would sold you my 13-inch, and uh-huh. so it was like uh, – and then I saw that go on sale, and I was like, oh, grab one of those while I can. <laughs> but huh. uh, I, I leave it in that all the time, and – Pull that out the iPad looks pretty
1: small, though. I don't
0: know. It, it is much smaller than the than the general laptops are. Um, in order to just work within that space, but it's functional. It works fine. Um, the keyboard is basically the same keyboard that's in the the MacBooks. So, um, you know, I found that that combination of that case and the device just worked perfectly for me.
1: Yeah. So. Uh-huh. So okay. when
0: when you are when you talk about upgrading your iPad, you might want to consider getting one of those. But in the meantime, you can play around with a Bluetooth keyboard and a mouse in your iPad.
1: Well, one one of the biggies is if they do come out with a 15-inch screen, I would just feel devastated if I bought a new one and the next one out was a 15-inch. Right. That's what I'm saying, is you might want
0: to hang back and wait till they announce the new iPads and then decide if you're going to get an iPad. And if you are, then get the case that matches the iPad, not... No, no, don't get, don't go get a case right now that you're going to then trade in the iPad for in, you know,
1: right. one Pretty to soon six, then, 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 six then months. Then your $300 yeah. investment in a case is out the window.
0: Right. Yeah. You want it paired. Um, but uh, I'm super happy with mine.
1: Okay. When you said match, I just happened to be looking at a white case on a black iPad. And I, th- I thought that's what you were talking about. But uh, you meant size.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was talking about just making sure that, you know, if you're going to invest the money in that pretty expensive, by all it's, accounts, case. It,
1: it's, it's funny when you correlate what you're looking at with what you're hearing, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like we're sharing images back and forth, but we're not both looking at the same thing at the same time, so.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I do have a, a Bluetooth keyboard and a Bluetooth mouse. Well, there, you can play with
0: it right now then. Yeah. You know, and if, I don't know, if, do you have one of the Apple um, Bluetooth uh, touchpads separately?
1: Well, now the keyboard I have does not have a touchpad.
0: No, but I'm oh, saying I, Apple I do, sells. I, the... do,
1: I do have a touchpad too, and that's also Bluetooth.
0: Yeah. So you could you could pair that and use that if you wanted instead of the mouse.
1: But, yeah, but I have to have something to hold my iPad, and I don't have that
0: we'll put it back in the case that I gave you with it and that'll hold oh. it i mean it's not super stable but it'll hold it in sort of an easel form yeah,
1: okay i got to go sit at a table somewhere i got i got so much crap now to right. be around
0: it yeah but you know what i'm talking about you've got something sure. that'll hold it um it's not the most stable way like you i you know i remember when they first came out with that they said oh yeah and you can type on your lap And i looked at it and went no you can't <laughs> yeah yeah not my lap anyway um now, the, the new one, the, the smart keyboard, you can type on your lap. It absolutely will hold it on your lap if you needed to because yeah. it, it holds it much more firmly.
1: This magic keyboard you're talking about?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it pivots on that hinge just like a laptop, um, but you can see it kind of cants in the middle so that it holds it at the right angle so that you get the weight over the keyboard instead of out at the back like a regular laptop. So it moves the weight forward, but it holds it snugly and then you can tilt it and it'll stay at any angle you tilt it at
1: ah oh i see it doesn't go into a groove or something at the bottom right it's elevated
0: yeah it's held by magnets onto that piece the back piece and the back piece has enough friction in the joint to hold it at any angle you want yeah so i really like that case i think it's you know again ridiculously overpriced for what it is but that that keyboard case for me for the ipad that's the ideal device because you know you can use it as such when you need it and then um uh pop it out and just use the ipad by itself when you don't
1: well what i'm thinking is the most valuable now uh is uh the keyboard that i have if it works i can just sit the uh the uh uh the ipad in the other case that that you gave me right uh to my left, and I can sit there and type. Right. You know? Mm-hmm.
0: And, and you can key, use your key, mouse or, or touchpad to to move around to set uh, your pointer. Or you yeah. can reach over and touch the screen. You can do it both well, ways. Yeah. Uh, you know?
1: That, Although yeah, Steve says the, nobody the,
0: would ever do that, so I don't, I don't know if you...
1: Well, well touch, <laughs> I, I, I will certainly try the touchpad, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I tried touchpad and mouse and separate keyboard. And they all work fine. The problem is is they worked fine enough that it was like when I wanted to have those, I wanted to have those. But then you're carrying around a keyboard and a mouse and an iPad and a case. Yeah. And it was so much easier to go to a case that was the keyboard and the touch pointing device all in one. <laughs> it just, but, but it was a great proof of concept to do exactly what you're going to do, which is use what you've got, test it, see what you think, and go, okay, yeah, yeah that's that's I like that functionality. Yeah,
1: well, I, I'm not thinking of something I do often. Right. You know? I mean the benefit of the iPad is you don't have that scrap around it, right? Right. <laughs> but what's the nice is not gonna lose sight of that. In that
0: case, the mag you know, because it's just held in with magnets, it literally just pops right out and it's really easy to, to you know, use the naked device and then pop it right back into the case if you need it to do something. And I do that all the time. I like that yeah. like I said, I really like that case. Uh, I just don't like the way they price it. I mean it's the most expensive keyboard I've ever owned. Um, ah. you know. But I did get mine at literally, you know, fifty percent off. So, or what, thirty percent off, thirty-three percent off, I guess, right? Yeah, two hundred instead of three hundred. So. Well, the
1: other, the other, uh, some of the other articles that I suggest that we kind of review uh, mm-hmm. are overcome by what we just talked about.
0: Right, aluminum stand. It's a beautiful stand, nice and portable. But yeah. why do you need that when you've got a? If well, you get a keyboard case,
1: <laughs> but. but- but if you read it, the author yeah. does criticize a couple things that, that I'd like to see another. I, I always want to have two USB ports, and I mm-hmm. prefer they be the old USB ports, and I want them powered. And the one they have on there is not powered. You know? Oh, it's and so not? He, he, well, it's because no. there's not and, that much juice
0: coming out of the iPad. You don't want to drain your battery faster. But it seems like you should have the option of that, like flip a switch, right?
1: Well, but you can plug in a USB-C power cable, I would think, that would also draw the draw it out of the uh, wall or whatever, you know, yeah. plug it into a USB. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know if you can't share power that way or not.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the nice thing about this. We're talking about a, a sateki um, aluminum stand and hub. And what's nice about it is it holds your iPad in a stand, but then it's got a cable that that that's attached to it that sneaks over and plugs into the uh, USB-C port at the end of the iPad Pro or iPad Air because those are the two that have uh, USB-C connections right now. And it then provides you with some ports on the back, and that's actually pretty handy. I mean, you've got uh, yeah. uh, uh, HDMI, uh, USB-C power, which presumably allows you to power the device. A USB-A and audio jack, as well as uh, SD and micro SD card slots.
1: Yeah. Now the the other things that I showed you along there was a the ninety that, that little uh, stand cost ninety nine bucks, mm-hmm. which is pretty cheap. So I thought, hey man, that's not very expensive. I might just you know mm-hmm. order that today, but I didn't. And then I found a keyboard that for about the same price. Now it doesn't offer the plugins. It's a, it was just a simple little keyboard, but it was the same price. So for $99, you can get a keyboard that presumably with Bluetooth will connect uh, just fine. Uh, mm-hmm. which, and, but then I, saw a, I got a, 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 another one with a keyboard that is a battery, which is always a big deal. If, if you got the keyboard and it's got a nice battery and it, it lets you run a long time, then Mm -hmm. that maybe solves at least the problem I have right now with my current uh, setup because my iPad dies too often. If I've got another battery sitting right there underneath it, hey, bingo.
0: Yeah. Well, I will tell you the first one that was $99, that is a Magic Keyboard case. That's a case for your device when it's inside the Magic Keyboard, which itself, in my mind, is a case. So it's a case for your case. That's not an actual keyboard.
1: Oh, is that what – Oh I which is why it's
0: 99 bucks. Now the second one you're talking about is made by Bridge and they have been making some very nice um, keyboard devices for um, for iPads for a while And so this bridge 12.9 Max plus wireless keyboard with trackpad. So, now, mm-hmm. the only thing I would say about that, because it's got a, clearly a much nicer trackpad, it's going to be heavier because they pivot directly from the back like a laptop. And so, to offset the weight of the iPad, they're going to have to make the base heavier so the whole thing doesn't tilt over. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so be aware it's going to be heavier than the, than the Apple version. It's also apparently not taking advantage of Apple's um, uh, smart keyboard connector. And so, it attaches via Bluetooth, which... Not a big deal, but you just have to be aware of the fact that it's going to connect and verify that it's Bluetooth-connected. But, you know, that's how keyboards and and trackpads and mice connect to most computers. And
1: and they made a big deal about how quickly it connects, because that's an issue, too, for some reason.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, from, from my perspective, and this is just me being, you know, a cranky old man, I guess, is I get really irritated with Bluetooth in general, because Bluetooth works fine until it doesn't, and it doesn't enough that it irritates me. You know, I've had enough Bluetooth things where like, uh, you know, I'm in the house and my, my Bluetooth decides to connect to the car or something weird. And then I can't get any sound out of my device. (laughs) And it takes me an hour to figure out why the sound is not coming out of my device. And I realize, oh, it's attached to some Bluetooth device that, you know, is out in my car or, or in the other room or, you know, or, or it works, but then it's like, it's, it connects and then disconnects and then connects and then disconnects. I mean, Bluetooth has just been flaky.
1: Yeah. Every time your mom gets in the car and gets out starts the car uh i get connected to uh airplay (laughs) right yeah yeah (laughs) and it and it and and then it then i get out of range and it comes back and drops the bluetooth you know right you can have multiple bluetooth things going i don't know what the limit is
0: yeah i don't know how depending on which version of bluetooth it is so it can be a little a little flaky
1: so it's not an issue that you don't you can have multiple things it's just that sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't want to be connected and it just, you know, like the instance I mentioned, uh, the car starts up and lo and behold, there's a new Bluetooth thing that I can connect to. And I heard it. I know it's right. there. Yeah, so, it's there. Bingo. It's like, hey,
0: yeah, let me go <laughs> connect to that. And it's like, wait, I didn't want you to connect to that automatically that's, just because, right. you know, although it sometimes I do. You know, it's like if I'm sitting in the vehicle. but Of course. You know, yeah. and, and and you would hope that, that Apple would be able to use their U1 chip to be able to get proximity better and better so that that will be less of an issue you mm-hmm. know but the problem is when you're talking to third-party bluetooth they don't have the u1 chip so they you know they <laughs> your phone has no idea how far away that thing is you know and bluetooth can throw quite a ways i think what is it 10 meters is what they, the latest version of bluetooth goes now
1: yeah, something you know?
0: like that. I mean, I know I have set up a Bluetooth speaker at the swimming pool when I'm coaching and been, you know, 25 yards away on the other side and it's still playing music. Works fine. Yeah. So.
1: Well, it depends what kind of walls, you know. True, yeah. penetrate too. You know? Yeah, so. yeah.
0: Obviously, if you get things in between you, that's going to cause more more of a problem. But, you know, when I'm just shooting straight across the pool and it's sitting on the bleachers on the other side, it seems to work just fine. So, you know, which is great. When you want that feature but the the weird attaching and disattaching or you know unattaching and and trying to pair trying to pair sometimes it can be a real you pain know,
1: you know i've i've sort of tried to figure out uh, the the one place that that i would like to see the connection be better is close but that's not the issue it's the wall and it just happens that there's a shower which has those uh, other tiles on the other side of the wall mm-hmm. that i think is causing the problem i, I don't know for sure But I, you know, when you're, I'm in the living room and I have to go to the restroom, so you just go around, just go around Mm -hmm. the other side of that wall, and lo and behold, my, uh, and I'm talking about Bluetooth for my hearing aids. Right. I haven't tried the other AirPods and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe Mm -hmm. they got a later version or something. Same
0: underlying technology, though. It is, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, But I, and I, I suspect there's a different version because I've had my hearing aids a whole lot longer than I've had my AirPods, you know. So it's probably better with with those, yeah. You know, later versions.
0: Yeah, the um, you know it is with the, the tiles. People don't think about this, but when they fire a tile and any any uh, they put a glaze on it, the yeah. glaze is different minerals and largely metallic particles that then cause the different colors in the tile. Oh, is
1: that and right? And so
0: there can be a lot of uh, embedded metal depending on the color of the tile. And how they achieved that color.
1: Well, I think I think the path, you know, line of sight path, uh-huh. if you, goes right, not line of sight, but direct line, goes through that wall with all right. that tile up the side. And, yeah. and that must be it, because and, yeah. other walls don't do that. I can go to the to the farthest bathroom in the house, yeah. and it's just as good as it is in a close
0: one. Yeah, so it's very possible that that wall, the, the tiles that are glazed there, there was metallic particles in the glaze. In order to get the look for that particular tile, and that then created a, uh, yeah, a Faraday wall, if not a Faraday cage, right?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a partial wall, Par- partial cage. Yeah. <laughs> cage has to be enclosed, right? Yeah. All the way.
0: Yeah. So you know I mean this this um this uh bridge keyboard actually looks nice in terms of it you know the the quality of the keyboard and the fact that it's got a a better touchpad, clearly.
1: oh, it's a really big one
0: um uh, you know than than apple's solution
1: but but that's a three hundred dollar uh ca- case
0: right, as is the Apple one. So then you have to say, well, if I'm spending three hundred dollars, do I want the apple made device or do I want to use their device, and what's the pros and cons of each? Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that if you really, really want the clamshell design and you think you're going to use the keyboard a lot with the, and that larger pointing device might be of value to you, um, so it's certainly an option. Um, the Apple one's a little bit more uh, compact uh, and lighter and a little bit, uh, you know, smaller uh, touch surface. This is interesting is that the bridge also supports putting the uh, uh, iPad in vertically.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can't plug it in, though. They well, make that point.
0: Oh yeah, because it's sitting on its power.
1: Yeah. So uh, they don't have any facility for putting a hole through there. And,
0: yeah. Yeah. But, well, the interesting thing about the Apple one too is on the Apple case, when you put it into their smart keyboard, the you still have your uh, your USB C port on the right side of the case but it also creates another one in the hinge so you now have two usbcs so you can simultaneously charge it and attach uh a peripheral of some sort
1: yeah you, you know uh, the other thing is a lot of these cases now i see they got the square hole up here for the cameras mm-hmm. uh, that would probably accommodate mine because just i just have one
0: right and they and they camera. do they do uh
1: but uh I always wondered if those things are located in exactly the right spot for other other yeah, iPads.
0: Yeah, Apple when they when they went from the single camera to the dual camera to the now three cameras inside the plateau just,
1: just kept expanding. It. Yeah,
0: the space is essentially the same, so that way the cases continue to work for the subsequent models. Um, although, as I recall, the one that uh, when you when when you bought that from me the case that I bought originally with that was of the same generation. So it's only got the one hole in it for the one camera. Yeah. So the newer versions obviously have the square cut out for their camera array as opposed to a single device. But the one that you've got works fine for the folio keyboard. Yeah. So, which you've said you'd really took it off and never put it back on, right? You don't really use it all.
1: No, no, I don't. Yeah. Well, it just kept getting in the way and,
0: uh, uh, i used it a lot but i found that it yeah, same thing it kind of got in the way and it and it was it it wasn't a particularly good stand or particularly good keyboard it worked okay it was a but it was a, a lot of compromises you know yeah. it was a, comp, a design of compromise that that wasn't super happy either way their magic keyboard uh case is much less of a compromise and it pops out of it, it's it's more rigid device to begin with but it's also um the you can pop the ipad out much you know very easily and use it separately if you want
1: uh, if you're still looking at that bridge uh, down at the bottom there's mm-hmm. a picture of the uh case that goes around the the camera thing and mm-hmm. it's got the little got the little tab so that you can grab it and turn, right twist turn and take the king off easily yeah Th- those are nice accommodations
0: yeah anytime yeah. you put
1: something on with a magnet you, you want to be able to easily
0: pop it Uh, off get a
1: hold of something
0: yeah yeah so so. what's next on the list uh okay so this next article was one about people making even a larger ipad and uh uh you know
1: well yeah, yeah that 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 plays into the whole question the reason i put that on there was just because uh I, you, you keep seeing these rumors, you know. Yeah.
0: Have and, you given any thought? Would you? I mean, I think that if, by the time you get to a you know fifteen inch iPad, that you are going to find that that's tiresome to hold and read all day.
1: Yes, I think so. You know. Yeah. So you know, it sounds appealing, but uh, you are still always going to the bigger the display, the bigger the battery has to be, and there is the weight. Mm-hmm. You know, so there is no getting around it.
0: Yeah, well, and the case. I mean, everything is just, you know, the the physics are, it's going to weigh more. And so how much is too much to be holding up while you're reading, you know?
1: Yeah. And so uh, you, you, you should be able to uh, uh, at least calculate roughly what the new one's going to weigh because you've got, uh, instead of 13 inches, you've got another inch around two sides of the case, right? Yeah. So so in terms of uh, total weight, you you've got not double but at least uh, close to half mm-hmm. you know more weight so i'd, I'd say you're going to gain 140 to 160 percent in weight
0: yeah yeah because when you move diagonally right like you said you're picking it up along two you know uh, it's two it's sides two sides yeah. yeah in in terms of of I guess i guess it's technically if you're measuring from the middle you're picking it up on all four sides but but you know we know, we know what we're saying <laughs> right <laughs> um in, in terms of of the the uh increase in area and therefore the increase in mass of the device yeah. is is
1: yeah assuming fairly it's substantial it's equivalent but it's not depending yeah.
0: On yeah how
1: balanced it is but like I don't yeah, know how
0: much yours weighs but uh
1: well, it, it weighs enough that I was thinking about some kind of support for it,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and and I knew I didn't want to go back to this old case that was a hassle. Uh, I was thinking, well, if for a hundred bucks, I could get something that. That's what started me along this track. Uh, that uh, that wasn't bad to spend that if it was really what I wanted, but it had some the biggest weakness, uh, you know. It, is that, besides a chunk of aluminum, mm-hmm. is, that, is that the plugs weren't really what I wanted, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 1.02 pounds is what yours weighs.
1: 1.02. Yeah, so basically yeah. a pound. So it'll be around a pound and a half.
0: For a 15-inch, yeah.
1: Yeah, for a 15-inch. Or 14-inch. I'm sorry. Well, If it's, a fi- if it's 15, now you've got to add two inches around it. And, right. And you've, you've definitely... Got. Uh, uh Yeah. Well, and as we were saying
0: earlier, I can't imagine them going from twelve point nine to thirteen point nine. If they're going to do it, it'd probably be to fourteen point nine. You know, which would give you the fifteen-inch size. I mean, wh- you know, like the laptops, they've got thirteen and fifteen. I don't know why yeah. they would do a thirteen and a fourteen. Yeah. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know.
1: Yep. Yep. But if you're, it. You know, it's like again one of those things whether you want to really think about it as a portable device. Most people think these, you know, iPad, you just say it's a mobile device, right? Yeah. Uh, but if you get it big enough and heavy enough, uh, I don't know. You you might like I said, think about going to a computer. You know, like like you said, if I'm I'm kind of back to that, if 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 that what you told me about the computer is it runs the iPad already that maybe I would consider that if I, if I'm happy enough with the, uh, with the touchpad as being my controller, mm-hmm. that's the main difference. It's how, how do you compare that to screen touch? Uh, I guess it does all the functions. It's just that they're, they're not right over the, the device. And so what do you do when you have iPads, ru- uh, software running, uh, that, uh, I got. I guess with the arrow, you can make the proper association. It's just now not direct. It's via this little mm-hmm. indicator. So I'm mistaken.
0: I, um, I was looking at the wrong wrong iPad. Yours is a 12.9 inch third generation, and it's 1.4 pounds. So you're already a pound and a half. Or almost oh. almost a pound and a half.
1: Oh, so yours is lighter.
0: So I was just looking at the wrong one. I'm looking at a, an a, a app called Mac Tracker that gives you all the specs on all the devices that Apple ever made. Oh. And I keep it on my on my phone and on my computer because I like to be able to look up stuff about different devices when I'm comparing them and seeing where we've gone in the world. So.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, mine says third, third generation
0: here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's third generation iPad Pro. Uh, originally announced in October of 2018, and uh, liquid retina display, Face ID, 12 megapixel cameras, USB-C connectors, the A12X Bionic. So yours is one of the ones that will support uh, Stage Manager when they release that.
1: Oh, good. So I'm, uh, I'm taking care of everything except the power issue, and it's just gradually I can mm-hmm. see that's becoming an issue, but it I, I mean, you know, you and I can sit here and go through a meeting just fine, but it's its going to eat up about 50% of it in the two hours that we talk.
0: Right. Well, we don't even usually go full two hours. I mean.
1: I know, but I'm just saying a lot but, of times we do too. Right.
0: Know? Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: I was, I was the 100% when we started today, and it's down to 77, so we've used 20%.
0: Well, my device was at 100, and it's still 100 because I plug it in.
1: <laughs> ah, okay. Well, <laughs> of course, I'm, I'm using the- a Mac,
0: so that's the only way I can use it. I don't even have a laptop. I'm using a Mac Mini.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I bought I bought this adapter, but I haven't used it since then.
0: Yeah.
1: Because if I have the thing plugged in, is you know, it's just a hassle I don't want to deal with. So. Yeah. So most of the time that's the case. Although last week I, I had inadvertently been sitting there using it before our meeting and uh-huh. got it way down. So power management, we'd rather not think about it, right? It's just another hassle. It's not what we <laughs> did. Not what we came to the iPad for.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, it's, it's supposed to be simple and easy and th- brainless, right? Just use isn't it. it.
1: Cra- isn't it crazy how spoiled we get? I mean, you know, so. all these neat and wonderful things. And, and, uh, and yet we got, got to complain about it somehow.
0: So, well, you know, I think part of that is, is that we, we educate ourselves enough to know what could be done. And so then we go, well, you know, coulda, shoulda, come on, you (laughs) you could, you could do this. Why aren't you doing it? You know?
1: Well, and then, then it gets strung out over time. You know, you never get it all quite, quite everything you want. So you, you, you decide what's acceptable, not what you really want. It's just, uh-huh. you know, you got, got over a threshold or something in one case. Anyway, I, there's, there's different uh, capabilities that really matter and some that, that don't matter at all. And uh, so I always look and see, well, what's next in terms yeah. of big steps? And I've been thinking that this big screen's a big deal. But I'm not so sure because of the weight issue.
0: Yeah, I think you'd have to uh, hold it in your hand and, and make a adjust. The problem is, is it's tough to do that in a store, right? You really need to use it the way you normally use it for a couple days and say, is this bugging me or, or not? you okay? Things are moving around here.
1: Oh, my head set was I had an itchy ear so I oh, had to move it, yeah. move it out of the way yeah <laughs> it sounded like
0: sounded like somebody uh, uh, grabbing the microphone <laughs> and and you know rubbing it on their <laughs> pants or something so yeah. sorry about that. You, using this uh, mac tracker app I was just looking at the you know I was complaining about the um, uh, stage manager and whether or not it should be on the iPad 4 uh, iPad air version 4 versus like you've got an iPad pro third generation and Mm -hmm. the uh air has the apple a14 bionic and your device has an a12x bionic your processor speed is 2.5 gigahertz mine is 3 gigahertz they both are a 64-bit architecture but yours has four high performance and four high efficiency cores mine has two high performance and four high efficiency cores Okay, they both have 128 kilobyte instruction and 64 kilobyte data pathways. Or no, mine has 124 kilobyte instruction and 64 kilobyte data pathways for level one and four megabytes of level two cache. Yours has 128 and 128, so it's got faster data um, pathway, and it's got uh, eight megabytes of level two cache. So even though it's an older chip, it's because it's the... X version of the chip, it has some additional things in it that aren't in the standard versions of the chip. Um, Now, both of ours (laughs) have uh, uh, 4 gigabytes of built-in memory. Um, Yours, I I don't think that one, it was a terabyte device. It was 512 gigabytes, right?
1: 512 gigabytes?
0: Yeah, total storage? Uh,
1: I don't think it tells on here. If
0: you go to settings, general, about, it'll tell you.
1: I, 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 that's where I am and yeah. I don't see memory. I just see songs and other things. So maybe down here is memory somewhere. So carrier, Bluetooth.
0: Yeah. Maybe not.
1: Oh, no. Capacity 512.
0: Yeah. 512 capacity. Okay. So the, the 64, 256 and 512 devices had uh, four gigabytes of memory. If, if, if I'd have bought the, the one terabyte storage device, it has six gigabytes of memory for that device. But so that one has four gigabytes as does the current generation or the, the fourth generation of the iPad air. So, and then they both have Apple GPUs built into them. So that was, they were already, you know, Apple devices at that point, they weren't outsourcing the GPUs Mm -hmm. anymore. So, you know, even though it's a, it's marginally slower processor, it does have two more high performance cores. It's an eight core chip as opposed to the six core chip that's in the iPad air. And the data uh, bandwidth is double. It's 128 kilobyte in your device over the, – uh, the Pro device over, um, you know, a later generation of the Air. So I can see some differentiation there between them that they might go, okay, you know.
1: You don't have a Pro now, huh?
0: I don't. When I, when I replaced the uh, – the, my, my iPad after I sold you the 12.9-inch, I decided I wanted to go to the 11-inch size. And then I started looking at the differences between the iPad Pro and the iPad Air at that current generation. Mm -hmm. And for the dollar amount, the differences were minimal. And Mm. so I just said, well, I'm going to save the couple hundred bucks and get the Air instead of the iPad Pro, which means that now I have a Touch ID that's built into the power button on the side instead of Face ID and obviously some some processing power and stuff. So, um, what, But I've what thought, did you
1: mean? What did you mean power button on the side?
0: So, um, on the side of the iPad, there's on one side there's a volume or on the top there's like volume buttons and on the side there's a power button or a you know, on off button.
1: Oh, oh, I thought you meant okay.
0: And it's the, you know, it's it's long, skinny thing, but they put Touch ID in that on the iPad Air.
1: On the power button. Right. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Must must be a lot wider button then.
0: No, it's not really. It's a pretty narrow button. So I guess they figured they got enough of a swath of your finger there that, that they could ID you. But I suspect that statistically it's probably not as secure as the, you know, the round button that gets more of your fingerprint.
1: Yeah, well,
0: would think so. But uh, anyhow, it uh, it works, and I've been very happy with that device. Um, but I've been very seriously considering trading it in and getting a uh, an eleven inch iPad Pro to replace it. Um, but I've been waiting to see what this next one's going to look like, you know, and get one of the M one based devices because when I when I got it, the iPad Pro was. Not an M1 device; it was still an A device, and so you know, I just looked at the difference between them and said, you know, there wasn't dollars and cents.
1: Yep, justification
0: for the for the next one. So, you know, yeah, it I,
1: was, I, I I tell you, I, I, no matter what you do, the, the dollar amount that you pay always is a, is a big factor in what what decisions you make. Yeah, I I this. Burst out laughing the other day. Somebody was selling something, and they went through all the features, and it got to the critical thing. I says, "But they didn't tell me what it costs." Oh, <laughs> I will never commit to buying something without knowing the cost. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like uh, don't ask for the sale till you've given me all the information. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it was at the, at the time. In fact, the the eleven uh, inch iPad Pro had the uh, the uh, M12 or A12Z, uh, bionic chip in it. So it was like uh, a baby step up from the one that you had, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was getting one that had an A12 or an A14 in it. So it was yeah. like, I uh, the, the iPad air just seemed like the better option for me at that time. And, and it has been, I mean, I've been using it for, you know, what, year and a half, two years now. Yeah. So, like it's been fine, I Anna, and, you know, I was happy to have that extra few hundred dollars in my pocket. I'm sure I, it burnt a hole and got spent somewhere else, but, uh, um, you know, we'll see what they come up with when they do an announcement. I mean, rumor has it, I don't know what your gut feeling is, but rumor, there was rumor that there was going to be an October event, which they've done, and then there was some talk that, well, maybe they're not going to do an event, they'll just do a, um, uh, an announcement.
1: So. Oh, but they but they always have an event a christmas event if you will yeah. you know sometime yeah sometime in october or november even
0: yeah event. you know unless the supply chain has been so bad that they are unable to create enough devices to to be able to make an announcement of you know more than just a few things if all they're going to do is you know okay we're upgrading our iPads then they might yeah. just send out an announcement they've done that before but if they're also going to introduce you know, new laptops and new iPads, and um, you know, then that's enough to talk about. They'll put on a show.
1: Yeah. So
0: you know, especially if they're going to introduce the long-promised Mac Pro that was supposed to come out by the end of the year, right? Right. You know, now if that's if that's been delayed till next year, um, you know, because originally they had said in the fall. Remember, they the, when they first introduced the Apple Silicon, they said. And we'll, we'll be completely transitioned to Apple Silicon in two years. Yeah. Know? And right now, there's still two computers that they sell that have Intel chips in them. They still sell a Mac Mini that has an Intel chip, and they still sell the Mac Pro that has an Intel chip in it.
1: Yeah, by the way, we skipped over one item I had posted here. Oh, yeah. And that talking about chips. And that is uh, Qualcomm talking about getting in and, and building uh, at least a processor uh Obviously, avoid. They don't want to get in a squabble with Apple over that puts them both in court for years again, (laughs) which they've done for a long time. But they really want to go out and sell, uh, let's say, an M1 equivalent, right? You know, uh, to other people. Yeah, and And I'm sure Apple's
0: going. Why on earth do you think we would help you do that?
1: (laughs) Right, right. But you know, the the rest of the computing market is kind of in the doldrums until somebody uh, chip maker. Like Qualcomm gets commits to this, you know, right? And and it can't be one of the major companies that just build computers unless they're, you know, just happen to have a lot of cash to burn, because that's not cheap. Uh, but Qualcomm could sell to multiple markets, and sure, uh, and they've always, you know, that's their, that's their thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, okay. for the most part, all of the uh, Apple's, all of the Android competitors are running Qualcomm chips. I mean, Samsung, I think, is the only one who has their own foundry and does their own stuff. Yep. Um,
1: yeah, but, you know. You know and any, even and Apple band... uses
0: Qualcomm chips for their uh, for their cellular radios.
1: Right, right. You so, know. Uh, you know, unless those companies can, can beat, I mean, it's always better, if you're in the chip business anyway, to put, bring everything in-house. Uh, yeah. To avoid those margins, but uh, <clears throat> nevertheless, uh, there's always companies that will step out and do it. Uh, whether right. that gives them an edge, you know, like our Pan- is Panasonic? Is that what you said? Pan- not not Panasonic. Uh, Samsung. But, uh, Samsung. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're 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 selling more devices maybe than other computer makers, and so they mm-hmm. can go go do that to give yeah. them an advantage. You know. Well, and the way they're
0: you know they're one of those multi conglomerate type companies their chip foundry not only sells chips to their to their uh uh phone company but they also sell chips to you know their their microwave and their refrigerator and their you know there's different different subdivisions there that also need processing power yep so um so they're motivated to to control that for not just phones
1: well, anyway, I just thought it was interesting here that they're thinking about doing this, and so that's why I put that in here. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. Well, and I know there's been some. They've been trying to get some overtures to convince Apple to say, "Hey, let's let's try to make sure that we stay um, uh, compatible at the at the base level, so that people can write software for ARM chips that'll run in both places." And again, I think Apple looks at them and goes, "Why would we care about that?"
1: That's right. <laughs> you know,
0: that seems to be something that would help you, not us, you know.
1: That that's that's right. That yeah. A- Apple looks at it just the other way. That sets us yeah. apart. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You know, that yeah. I mean that's like Google trying to, to shame Apple into supporting, you know, RCS for for uh for messaging. And Apple's like, Yeah, our users don't want that. No, Nobody who's using an Apple device has said, darn, I want my phone to work better with, uh, with uh, you know, all of the um, uh, Android folks out there, which right. is not 100% true. But it's not usually the Apple people complaining about it. It's usually the Android people saying, how come your device can't send messages to me very well? And and the yeah. response of the Apple people is get an Apple phone. So, yep, yep. It, and particularly in group messaging, that's a mess. I mean, literally, group messages, if you, if you don't have an Apple phone, and most of the people you're, you're doing a group message with do, you'll get left out of messages. You uh, The threads will get confused so that, like, you know, you'll, you'll try to respond to something, and it'll come as an individual text to people instead of to the group. Um, or you just won't get it. It's just all kinds of weird, funky stuff happens. I, um, I,
1: I see Apple more and more distinguish themselves with applications. Software yeah, software can make a hell of a difference. Yeah, uh, I mean, and-
0: well, to 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 my point, uh, I have a niece who, in high school, her family's been Android users from ga- from the get go, and she uh-huh. actually went to her parents and said, "My, uh, you know, when when we get my next phone, I I want an Apple phone. Uh-huh. I I don't even want, I I don't spend the money to buy a a non Apple phone for me because all of my friends have Apple phones and I'm missing out on all the team messaging. Yep, you know. Yep. And so it was a you know. And don't
1: think Apple doesn't know that. Oh, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. You know. You know. But, you in know. fact,
1: I, I was reading an article the other day about Apple Music, and they were the Apple was. I mean, the article was kind of uh, bemoaning the fact that Apple is not the biggest music guy. They, right. You know, the Spotify guys are selling to Android, and and there's not anybody on Android that feels yeah. hurt by that at all. You know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and Apple Music's available on Android. Well, yeah. you know, and I'm I mean, it's it's the interface to Spotify once it, it's very sticky. Once you're used to it and you're comfortable, yeah. You know, yeah. and they've done some smart things. They've spent a lot of money. They made a lot of investments buying the rights, excuse me, to some popular podcasts. And so now the only way to listen to those podcasts is to do it via Spotify. Yep, and and so they've you know because because if you, all you're doing is streaming music, you don't control your content, right? Right. It's kind right. of like in the early days of Netflix when all they played was other people's movies, and what's, so they started the, making their own stuff because that's the only way to get people to stick.
1: Yeah, what's the big star in the podcast world now? Uh,
0: oh, there's the one guy who's got the uh, most popular podcast is Joe Rogan.
1: Rogan, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, you know,
0: and he sent you know they spent millions of dollars to basically lock him into their platform for ten years.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, he's making money hand over a fist for them. That's yeah. the kind of lever they like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know both of my daughters are twenty somethings, and yeah. and several times I've told them because I have a Spotify account that's a family account that they use, and I don't use Spotify at all. And I've said you know I'm going to stop paying this fifteen dollars a month or sixteen dollars a month for this because I don't use it. And they yeah. both like that doesn't work for me. And I'm like, well, I don't care. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you both have jobs. Go buy your own account, you know. Um and and then and then I get this look from my wife like, why are you being this way over $15? And I'm
1: like, okay, <laughs> fine.
0: So I have both a Apple Music and a Spotify account because a while back when when Apple Music first started, I'll I'll agree. I think it was terrible. I tried it and went, oh, this is awful. You can't it yeah. does, doesn't work well. They've made a lot of changes. I use Apple Music now. And it's just better integrated with everything that I've got.
1: Well, I wouldn't mind hearing Rogan, but if he's mm-hmm. locked into a company that I got to spend money on software to get, I'm not going to listen. You don't I have mean, to there's...
0: you don't have to spend money. You can download it for free.
1: Oh, Spotify they, is free.
0: Yeah, there there's free versions and then there's subscription versions and uh, the the free version uh, uh, allows you to hear everything. The subscription version allows you to download it onto your device, so it's not streaming, so you can take it like you know, oh, on an airplane oh, or somewhere you. where you're not connected.
1: Well, I might try to do that then, because mm-hmm. I just I you know I don't know who he is other than the popularity and mm-hmm. you know just what I read about him. But I've, <laughs> I've often thought, well, if he's that good, maybe I should listen.
0: He was a stand-up comedian and an actor, and I don't know that he's that good. <laughs> But he's he's uh he's entertaining, he's interesting, and he yeah. brings a lot of um uh interesting people onto his show to talk about stuff. And yeah. so well, you know but he's also good at saying things that he knows will be inflammatory or or you know, get a lot of coverage because you, you can't believe what Rogan said. Um yeah. and he's he's piggybacked on the um because he was a, an original um uh commentator on the um the um, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, ultimate fighting stuff that's going on, and as that has gained a lot of popularity in the last you know decade or so, yeah. his popularity has grown a lot with that too. But he used to uh. host a couple game show type of things, and uh, and then he also uh, was an actor on a on a pretty uh, uh, reasonably successful sitcom for a while and then before that he was a stand-up comedian so so yeah. you know he's been around a while
1: well there's there's a number of uh, personalities that to me are really professional my one of my favorites is uh, mike rowe I, right number one he has a voice that i just like listening to
0: yeah no he's got that that very rich announcer voice that's that's great Mike yeah. mike rowe's awesome but yeah.
1: also uh, the way he presents it uh, fits really well with my mind. In my mind, of the ultimate radio personality of all time, and yeah. that's the guy, Paul Harvey. Who, Paul Harvey, and so I've gone back and mm-hmm. and am now listening to old Paul Harvey shows, just yeah. because they were so good. Yeah. Oh, he he was tremendous. Yeah, he
0: was. A, he's a master storyteller, and Mike uh, Rowe is 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 right up there. He's very yeah. good at that. His uh, you know, the rest of the story type of of. Uh, you know, shows yeah. are just really interesting. Uh, You know, it's, it's trivia type of stuff, but it's, it's trivia that's tied into, you know, think th- things that he, he literally makes interesting by the way he structures the story and the way he tells it.
1: Yeah. Now, now I listen to a lot of Catholic channels too. Yeah. But for the, for, but for our listeners, uh, they probably will, all, well, all, some of mm-hmm. them will recognize the name Bishop Sheen mm-hmm. because he, he was on, before Milton Berle, he was the original yeah. uh, television personality. Uh, although he had a uh, radio show for many years prior to that, yeah. Uh, but he is still on, you uh, know, podcasts today, and uh, so, uh, and he had so many shows that I just love him. Yeah, I just love them
0: I will tell you that um, you know if you do uh, seek out Joe Rogan, I would be surprised if you found you liked his shows. I don't think you're necessarily his target audience, but oh,
1: well, probably probably not. But.
0: but you might find you like it. I don't know. You know, he's uh, you know, and and for me anyway, with a lot of of uh, podcasters, I find that there are very few that I just say I want to listen to everything they do just because I like it. You know, um, yeah. most of them, it's like some shows, you know, if they have a certain person on or a certain topic, then it's interesting. Other times it's not. And so I sometimes read the the rundown on what is, you know, what the show is about and who's in the show, who their guest is and that kind of stuff. And that, that – from that, I decide whether or not I'm going to listen to it. Um, yeah, but I don't watch. I don't listen to Rogan. I listened to him for a few times before he went to Spotify, and occasionally would listen to him. I, as a protest, don't listen to anybody who sold their show out to Spotify and is only available in one place, because in my yeah. mind, that's not podcasting. Podcasting yep. is you you use the the standard yeah. format to put it out there so anybody can listen to you. And yeah, and- you're.
1: You, you compete with
0: others right yeah buying in or, or being selling out to a network so that you can you're that you're forced to go through their device or their their particular uh, software to listen to you that's not a podcast and and I don't like that trend in general you know um, yep that said if somebody were to come to us and offer us a couple million bucks to be on Spotify I'd probably go oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so well, I understand. I mean, you know, he, they threw a lot of money at him.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I hear mom's voice. and yeah. I have a feeling that some we're, food's being. We're creeping
0: crazy. up on that time. Yeah. Well, I've heard dishes oh. clanking around, so she's been doing something in there.
1: Yeah. So, so uh, with my appointment all of today, right. I think I better so, bring it.
0: Well, let's wrap this, but let me just add in a note here. When I play the closing music, don't hang up. Let me hang up because if you hang up, it cancels the recording and cuts off the closing music, and I want it to play to the end.
1: Oh, okay. So we I need didn't to ha- know that.
0: Yeah, we need to have the, the the connection open through the end of the music playing, and then once the music is done, then I cut us off.
1: Okay, uh, otherwise, great. I have
0: to go back and add the end music in, in post, and it's just extra work. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> and well, I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll see you all next week.
0: Have a great week. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.
0: <laughs>